0: the marvelous surprises that await you. Hosted by Pat Cashman. He had a fiery quality on the stage and off the stage. And he was gorgeous to look at. And back by his side, Lisa Foster. She has
1: tattoos. She's cool. She's dangerous.
0: Broadcasters turned rogue podcasters. <laughs> it's a real nice surprise. They're back and on demand. Just press the button. See, you're on. Ready or not, it's Pat and Lisa. Some people without brains do an awful lot of talking, don't they?
1: Yes, I guess you're right. <laughs> Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting.
2: Yeehaw! Can you dig it? Yeah, yeah, I can dig it.
1: Yeah. It's time, time, time.
3: And it's off to the races one more time. Uh, we are leading, uh, well, no, actually, we're not. If we were a horse in a horse race, you could name us. Tailgazer.
4: <laughs> That's not a bad
3: name. But we're moving. We're moving yeah. along, and we're glad to get to do this one more time at least. We don't know if he could pull the plug, or we could pull our own plug at some point. Uh, but uh, glad you're checking us out. Uh, we uh, we hope you have some fun as you listen today. And uh, I'm just going to start right off by saying, Lisa Foster, would you like to see my tattoo? No. Got a new one.
4: uh uh-uh. uh You don't have any tattoos?
3: Yes, I've got. I got a big one last week.
4: You did? Not. It's
3: all writing. It's all writing. Kate. I am such a fan, as you may know, of Shakespeare and and Hamlet in particular. That well, Let's just let me let, let me oh, show you just a portion Jesus. of it under my shirt. here.
4: Why is it fake?
3: To be or not to be. See how I put the B to be right there? Um, one B's on the areola and the other one's... A. To be or not to be. That's clever. That is the question. Let me turn around. Whether tis nobler in the mind to suffer the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune or to take arms... i got to keep turning. Take arms against the sea of trouble <laughs> and by opposing and them. To die... Well, now I unplug my... Earphones. Yeah, I know. Anyway, it's continued That's like it. on my underpants. Put your underpants. shirt down. Put it down. Uh, well, uh, okay. So, no, no I, you're right. I've never had a tattoo, have no interest in having a tattoo. However, the percentage of people over like the age of 40, or maybe it's under the age of 40, I guess, uh, it's about half. Right like a yeah. half people I and mean it, it's not it used to be like only kind of weird old men and former navy sailors and stuff would have tattoos I remember being very intrigued by them when I was a kid Right
4: and it was it was you're right it was very much a a rebel expression uh it was a way to uh sort of you know say so there to the uh, to adults, to the
3: man, to, the, to man. the establishment, man.
4: And now it's 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 well, it was considered so... manly.
3: First of all, right. it was man. women. Women, women didn't
4: never had tattoos. It, it's so mainstream now that it kind of becomes the question of has it turned from a sort of the, this this ex, uh, being able to express yourself uh, and be different oh, into I more of tra- a. I hear the train. I don't
3: hear it. Of course, as soon as I pointed out, course. it stopped. So,
4: or is it now just an, ador- an adornment thing? It's just an adornment thing. But people are spending a lot of money getting tattoo removals now. Mm-hmm. And they're very painful.
3: Yes, I know. So, I, I... I think the worst idea is to put, uh, like, your girlfriend's name on, on yourself somewhere. Or your boyfriend's name. Or your boyfriend's Unless you're going to only marry or or go with guys named Alphonse the the entire life,
4: (laughs) right? You know, because
3: as soon as you dump them, you want to get rid of any trace, or they dump you, you want to get rid of any of the artifacts of that relationship and move on. But you're carrying it around all the time. I don't
4: think I've ever met anybody that I liked enough that I'd want to tattoo their name on my body.
3: Mm. I don't. It'd have to be a name that would work, you know. You've heard of like Bob and putting Bob now, in a certain place.
4: you have been married a long time. Why don't you get a tattoo with your wife's name on it? Are you thinking things aren't gonna work out here?
3: <laughs> I'll tell you the truth i I think life is filled with a lot of suffering and pain as it enough as is <laughs> right without well going into a shop and say. How about if I pay you to make me hurt really bad? What do you say?
0: <laughs> well, I
1: guess I could do that. Pull your pants down. let's see where are you? Oh my God, we'll never see one there. It's too hairy. uh, let's see where else could we put one
3: no i but seriously i I just to me it's what why i don't want, i don't want one
4: i i, I know i, I... They look
3: weird i it's just not for me okay. I have no com- problem with people who have them it's just it's just not for me. And at, I my, think are, at there, my age, you know, as I'm going to be moving into a nursing home in a couple of weeks, there's no point in getting a tattoo now.
4: Why not? What, so, where, this is what I don't understand. What is this age discriminating? Why are tattoos only for the young and well, then the free? Well, I freak? don't. Know. You're right. You're I bet right. there's lots of old people going and getting tattoos. Maybe not well, lots of Well, I think if them, you but... get
3: a tattoo when you're young, then you're really going to get your use out of it. You know, you're going to get, <laughs> it's going to be, you get a, at my age, I'm going to get the tattoo and then, oh, get hit by a bus. It's over.
4: Yeah, but then you can just have somebody cut cut out the tattoo and frame it
3: oh and make a little coat out of it or something <laughs> it's a
4: little human you know just stretch the skin and frame yeah. it and
3: yeah you know you hear about these uh, skin cloaks uh, that sadists uh, <laughs> like to <laughs> you, so. you
4: know the way you say that is like it just comes up all the time yeah. in the news tonight no nobody ever hears about human cloaks
3: it's funny you'd mention skin that cloaks. you know what i have in my hand right here mm. Yes. Skin Cloak Magazine, and it's a monthly. That's really disturbing. Look at these pictures. Oh,
2: geez.
4: That is really disturbing.
3: There's one that looks like taffeta, but it's just because it's so wrinkled. Uh, All right, so so uh, you're not
4: going to get it. Ta- I'm not. I don't have any tats either. You don't. If you're I, hip, you call I'm, them tats. By the way, oh,
1: <laughs> no, I know. I know. Yeah. Oh Lydia, oh Lydia, say have you met Lydia? Lydia, the tattoo lady. She has eyes that men adore so, and a torso even more so. Lydia, oh Lydia, that encyclopedia, oh Lydia, the queen of tattoos. On her back is the battle of Waterloo, beside it the wreck of the Hesperus too, and proudly above waves the red, white, and blue. You can learn a lot from Lydia. La, la,
3: la. Uh, so my daughter, when she was. I don't know. She might have still been in high school, but I think college. Can't remember what. She comes in one day and she's bending over grabbing something. Uh Uh-oh. and uh
4: and you noticed.
3: And I said, "Hey, you can hear the train."
4: You a have little some now. dirt on your back is probably yeah. what you said.
3: And so with my wife conspiring with her, they convinced me that it was one of those temporary things. What do you call those things?
4: Temporary tat.
3: Now oh, there's a name for that, too.
4: Oh, a henna. A henna, oh, yeah. henna, yeah. A henna, yeah, a henna tattoo. Those are kind of cool, actually. I've been hennaed before. I've
3: I've henned before it, but it's been so painful. Wait a minute, you, even the henna has you, been painful. You wait
4: a minute. The, the way you just said that, you you have henned before. I've hennaed. or you've got a henna.
3: No, I've been hennaed.
4: And it hurt.
3: It's just pain. <laughs> I'm just. Full of crap, you know that. I'm making it up. all right. No, but I have had those little henna things before. We were like at a county fair. Yeah, To, yeah. to amuse. Yeah,
4: they're very fun. Yeah. So, 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 your daughter's how old again? She's in high school.
3: She was probably in high school, but it could have been starting college. But so. And they try to tell you it's a henna tattoo.
4: So that made it okay for yeah. you then? Because yeah, it was thought, temporary? Oh,
3: okay. Well, because for a minute there, I thought that you'd... Oh, no, Dad, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> said, that's good. Well, I mean, you can do what you want. It's your body. I mean, I don't care. But, uh-huh. but I, of course, I privately did care. Right. Uh, I
4: find this interesting that parents really do have issues uh, with issue their of... children getting tattoos. Yeah. What, who cares?
3: I, you know what? Why it, do you care? This is so stupid. But I'll tell you one of the things I think that factors into this is that this... Is my precious baby girl? I don't care how old she is. Okay. And the idea that she's gonna, you know, uh, blight her, or you defile
4: know, her, def- uh, did, her skin. Yeah, it's like
3: writing graffiti on an otherwise pristine wall. I That's just, a great did,
4: analogy. I didn't like. That's I a just great analogy. Didn't
3: like, but then I. But uh, now, don't you I think I said, well, no, that? No, it is it her been... body, though. She can do it. Don't
4: you think part of it might have been um, the. The, the sort of attitude towards tattoos that, that maybe that represented her in a way you didn't want her. Yeah,
3: that's true. Y- now, I, now I don't feel I think it's like, uh, you know we talked about uh, curse words uh, right. not long ago and uh, uh, how I you know, had a problem with that uh, the usage of it for years and years, and now I now I don't I don't even care. I don't raise an eyebrow. It's just they're just words. I finally figured out. So what? They're yeah. just words. And
2: words are all I have to take your heart away.
4: And I don't care. Just...
3: I don't care to use those words myself. Much, it, You know, unless I yeah. hit my thumb with a hammer or I've heard like you that. use it a couple times. Yeah, have you? Well, I just On this did, podcast?
4: Yeah, no, I don't want to. No. I have, though.
3: Has anybody ever dropped the F-bomb on this podcast that you know of? Um, okay, thank You, you the bomb
1: on me, baby. You the bomb But you the bomb on me bomb baby. You
3: Bumble. You know what? When you did that,
4: I'm so embarrassed.
3: Did you know you'd done it when you did it? I did it. And when know. and I, it's my job on these podcasts to take what we do and then I add some sound effects and I put some commercials in and music and <laughs> things like that. And I, so I heard it several times the podcast, but I never heard you say the word. I, it just escaped my notice. I never heard it. Only when we dropped the podcast and put it out there did we start hearing from people. Hey, did you hear Lisa? She dropped the F bomb. I said, No, she didn't. I said, well, Check it out, dude. And I, sure enough, oops, <laughs> you didn't even know. I didn't. I'm already now. All see, this now. is what worries me. That's why I, I think if you make a practice of uh, using uh, that kind of Cat. language. And I'm not being judgmental about it. I'm just saying Pat, that you could slip up. In... I've
4: known you. I've been on the air with you for over 15 years. Over 15 years, every single day, for at least four hours a day. Mm-hmm. I never, ever, no. ever, no, ever, 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 ever did it then.
3: No, you did
4: And on our fourth podcast cuz I think this is a different environment. I feel like we're just sitting around th- having beers and well, you it think, slips out.
3: Did you do you feel see when I get into this podcasting thing, I'm <laughs> locked into it as if we're doing a radio show. Oh, not me. You don't? Uh-uh. Well, I think that's great. I really no. do. I mean, I think you're I I think the the range of topics that we discuss here uh i get a probably get a little saltier than i ever would oh you're used just, to be
4: you're just oh. a naughty man well that's
3: right because i'm edgy
4: <laughs> you're edgy i'm
3: pretty you're edgy. edgy but um uh so all um,
4: right so back to the tattoo oh thing. yeah the tattoos. so See, the I tattoo thing is at. and does she only have one now or has she gotten more i than don't, you don't even
3: know i think she's got one on her ankle and then she's got one on her lower back, which right. is considerable. It's like a big butterfly, yeah, with uh, it, a big butterfly that's eating a donut. And <laughs> see the donut. <laughs>
2: butterfly.
3: There's nice. a monkey. Over there too, <laughs> That's I awesome. I can't remember all of it. So,
4: if you were to get a tattoo, I know you said you aren't ever going to, but it's, well, don't, don't you ever think? Never, don't but... you ever think what would it be? A would it be words? Would,
2: and it be, words are all ahead. would it
0: be a
4: symbol? Would it be a picture? Would it be a name? Uh,
3: well, what are, like what are you looking at?
4: <laughs> or
3: what are you doing down here?
4: And you want to make sure that. Jesus <laughs> And you want to make sure you or go say, to. A,
3: Hi, Mr.
4: Proctologist. <laughs> 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 or no entry. Maybe put you know, that back there. You want to make sure you've got a good tattoo artist too, because I'm, I'm sure you've seen online websites of yeah. horrible tattoo mistakes. They've, they've misspelled a word, or they've left a word out, or that's what do you do? do I
3: you, uh, what do you do? I don't yeah. know. Uh, and then. Getting them removed after you later have regrets, say, "Oh man," whether it's you put something on there that it, it doesn't represent who you are. Let's say you've got—I uh, don't know. Let's say you've got some really tawdry uh, uh, position from the Kama Sutra on there. Nice. And and then you and then you go through a change in your life where you say, "You know what, mother? I've decided to become a nun." I bet
4: there's a lot of nuns.
3: I bet there's a lot of nuns that have tattoos. Well, yeah, but I mean, that wouldn't you you wouldn't want that on there anymore. I Why mean...
4: nobody's gonna see it? You're wearing those big old smock things.
3: <laughs> nobody's smock things. Yeah, that's what they're called. They don't the show. Smock.
4: And it. And a wimple. You're wearing a smock and a wimple. And the only thing that shows is, is no, your No, well, that face used to be. in your hands.
3: Well, that used to be. So Most m- convents aren't that. You
4: can have a big Kama Sutra position with a butterfly eating a donut on all. With a of, monkey. Uh, with a monkey up and down your back and on your breasts. And nobody's going to know. Well, Who's going to know? You're right, they but, don't do communal but, showers in but there. But you know what?
3: He'll know. <laughs> He'll know. Good point and then how are you gonna how are you gonna get through your day
4: all right well coming up I want to talk about just forget about tattoos on yourself I want to tell you something I read about which I, I don't know if this has been going on for a while but you can now tattoo your dog so you want to talk about that coming up
3: well how are you tattoo okay, yeah I'll, I'll,
4: we'll talk about that
3: you know I don't know if we should keep talking about tattoos I mean does that justify two segments
4: I just we're getting on to the dogs now this is actually a whole this is this is a business you and I might want to think about getting into. They oh. are making some money in these new, they're very upscale, high-scale doggy salons. Hmm. You don't take them to the groomer anymore. You take them to a doggy salon.
3: Oh, well, I suppose we should talk about that. And we will after this time up. Well, he's not
0: very handsome to look at. Oh, he's shaggy and eats like a hog, and he's always killing my chickens, that dirty old egg-sucking
3: dog. This program is brought to you by Og, a Neanderthal man who discovered fire. His discovery eventually led to the invention of cheese which Lisa Foster and Pat Cashman eat during every break of this podcast to fuel their astonishingly brilliant remarks. Thanks, Og. Here once again is the sensitive car dealer. I
2: love Western Washington. It's
3: Brad Beagleman. I
2: grew up around here.
3: The sensitive dealer in Renton. And
2: I love the Puget Sound area. Hello there, Mr. Beagleman. I think we've known each other long enough yeah um, Call me Brad. Well, I. uh... Call me Brad, not Mr. Beagle, man. Okay, Bradley. Brad! Don't ever call me Bradley! Okay. I hate that! All right. right. I hate that! Okay, okay, I'm sorry. Okay. All right. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Me too. I got a little bit sniffy there, didn't I, Pat?
3: Well, that's okay, Mr. Beagle. Damn
2: right it's okay, because I'm an advertiser, Pat.
3: That's right, you are. Okay. 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 Okay.
2: Okay. Okay. Hey, Pat. Yeah. The, the the other the other car dealers around the area, yeah. they all hate me, Pat. Huh? Uh, you, you know why they hate me?
3: Because you truly care about your customers and they no, don't. No, that,
2: that's not it, Pat. Okay, all that's right. That's not it. That's not it. It's because I truly care about my customers and they don't.
3: That was going to be my second guess yeah, there.
2: Yeah, but see... The, the thing is, Pat, uh-huh. I will do anything to get people into a nice new Brad Beagleman Motors car. You'll Do anything. I'll bend over backwards to make people a deal. Okay. I'll stand on my head to make people a deal. That's not really. I'll a... do a backflip uh-huh. and take off my pants Sir, to make a deal. That's not necessary. I'll kill a guy um. to make a de- uh, to make a deal. What'd you say? I'm, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I, I would never do that. You wouldn't? Probably, I I would never do that. Okay. I I love people, Pat. I know you do. Hey, Pat? Yeah? Do you think the other dealers really want to hurt me?
3: I don't really know, I Mr.
2: don't want to hurt them.
3: Why don't you ask them but... sometime, Mr. Beagleman? Okay, Beagelman? I will. No, not now. Do
2: you really want to hurt
3: me? Mr. Beagleman? We are uh, out of time here. Do
2: you
0: really want to hurt me?
3: Brad? Bradley? Do you? Huh? Mr. Bigelman? Do you want to hurt me? Boy, Brad, <laughs> time to go home.
2: I'm sorry.
3: Time to go home, Mr. I'm Bigelman. I'm sorry. I know. Here's
0: a peculiar classic. This
3: is Crime Watch. A periodic look at crime and the people who commit them. This morning, I'm joined by a man we shall call Dolores. Yes. Dolores, of course, is not your real name. No, it's not. We are protecting his anonymity. Thank you for that. Tell us your story, Dolores. Okay.
1: About uh, five years ago, mm-hmm. I was introduced to the mind-altering effects of psychedelic toads.
3: And how did it all begin for An
1: you? acquaintance, I wouldn't exactly call him a friend, offered me this cigarette mm-hmm. kind of thing, and I smoked it, yeah. you know, on a lark, kind of. Uh, what
3: kind of cigarette did you think you were smoking? A lark. Oh,
1: you yeah, I thought, you thought, I thought it, it was a lark. You thought yeah. it was a lark. But uh-huh. it turned out to be made from the mind expanding discharges of certain toads. Toads. And almost immediately I became hooked.
3: You became a toad addict. Yeah. Now you'd never used drugs before, is that never right? Never even
1: drank beer. Mm-hmm. But let me tell you something. Once you've had a toad, yeah. you don't want anything else.
3: That's what I've heard. Pretty yeah.
1: soon, all you can think about is getting some psychedelic toad squeezing. Uh huh. You just got to have them. So
3: you literally squeeze the toad. Well, you, then. you
1: milk them, is what you do.
3: How do you go about milking a toad?
1: Well, first you get a little teeny stool. Toad stool. Yeah. yeah. And then you start squeezing yeah. gently. 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 Or you'll just have squeezed toad yeah. instead toad of... Squeezings, toad squeezing, yeah.
3: How yeah. many toads were you squeezing at your worst point oh, there, boy, I,
1: I bet I was squeezing upwards of maybe 80, 90 toads a day. That many. Smoking what I could get out of them, and mm. then I'd go right back to squeezing again.
3: And you're over all of that now.
1: I uh, I went through a 12-step program, uh-huh. and uh, I'm recovering now, but... Good, good. You never really get past the craving. Yeah. I, I can't go by a pet store without feeling that old itch coming back. I hear you. I'm just here to warn people yeah. not to go down that toad road.
3: How can you tell if somebody is toying with toads? Warts. Uh huh.
1: Watch for a wart.
3: Thanks for sharing your story with us this morning, Dolores. Okay. Is that a salamander you're holding there?
1: It's part of my therapy. All
3: right, sir? Yeah. This has been Crime Watch. <laughs> Cashman and Lisa Foster are based on fictional characters. Any resemblance between persons living or dead, especially dead, is entirely coincidental and coincidental entirely. Do you remember uh, a Ray Bradbury story called The Illustrated Man? I think they made a movie out of oh, it Oh, I
4: do remember that, but I don't remember it. It I mean, was but basically I heard a
3: guy that had tattoos head to toe and, uh, and, and, and it, I don't even remember the, the thrust of the story, but it reminds me that there are people, and tattooing can be just like anything else. It could be like uh, drinking or tanning. You know, like that story about that woman, that tanning woman who got arrested for possibly putting her little kid into a tanning booth. And... I just how does she look at herself and said, "Yep, I like the way that's looking."
4: Or... People by now
3: must have seen pictures of her
4: or looked at herself and said, gee, I'm looking a little pale today. I yeah. think I'll go in and get some color.
3: Got to go, uh, got to go." And what's the responsibility, I guess, of a tanning parlor see somebody like that coming in and says, "Yeah, I'd like to sign up for another 16 package." Don't shouldn't somebody say, "You know what?" It's just like a bartender said, "You know, you've had enough to drink, sir. You should go home now."
4: I don't know. I if she's not if she's not in in uh uh, endangering anybody else's life.
3: I know. Yeah, I guess you're right. <clears throat> you know,
4: again, this goes back to people have to. She's have scaring to pol- people. though. They have to police themselves and have to sheriff themselves. And if you're too stupid to do it, then you're too stupid, right? She's going to. Why cook, are you talking to me? She's going to cook herself. She's going to cook herself. She is. She's already cooked herself. Yeah,
3: she's she's fried. But she's 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 well done. Let's I see put where it that you're going
4: way. on this, though, is people do get. Sort yeah, of obsessed. You and get so one tattoo, then me, then you're like, you know, I like that one, but I have an idea for another one, and then you start getting more and more, and you do see people who are yeah, even on their face, they get you, tattooed on their face.
3: I know, I know. But the problem is, I mean, you, it's like you're building something, and then you're going to run out of real estate eventually.
4: Not if you keep eating donuts. Well, you, know, that's anyways. right.
3: You're going to have to. You're going to be adding new parcels
4: exactly of, of
3: real estate to yourself. Right. Uh, so you were talking about uh, this idea that now pets can get tats, too. and Yeah,
4: that's I, I found an article in USA Today a, a while back. Uh, I tore it out because I wanted to talk to you about it. Because, you know, you take Sadie and Elliot occasionally to get groomed. Daisy goes into the when groomer. When
3: you go to the groomer now, maybe you know this as well, you think, uh, you know, they don't have haircut places for humans anymore. You don't go in and get they don't just have, I mean, they mean have like a, a few shop? bar. They have few barbers, but more, even barbers now are referring to themselves as hairstylists.
4: Oh, are they off, really? Who offer
3: more than just cutting your hair. That
4: saddens me. I, w- I would think that barbers would still hold on some. to their uh, their heritage, their, you know, that, there's a that's, great, I don't know. There's that- a
3: great barbershop near our house, and I drive by there, and you see, it's like a throwback.
1: Yes, I like and that. And there's old
3: men sitting in there, yes. and they're just, you
2: know, he can't even hit the ball. There's no business being on that team. He can't hit the lick. He yes. never could hit.
1: <laughs> you know what
0: I heard? That that one uh,
3: shortstop they got there, that guy is, uh, well, let's just let me say, he's a little light in the loafers, if you know what I mean. <laughs>
4: I just love that idea of, because men typically, that's a great place for them to go gossip. That's their social scene. Yeah, men
3: gossip just like women. Absolutely they do. So now, but now we've gone, so anyway, I was going to say that now you take our dogs to the groomers and they say, now are you going to want them to have a, what do they call it? It's like a massage. Oh, I know. A massage for a dog. yes. Nate, you no, know what? No, you don't have to give my dog a massage. When he gets home, I'll just pet him and <laughs> and play with him the way I always do. He doesn't need a massage. Wait
4: a minute, he might need a massage, massage
3: from you. Yeah. You?
4: Massage is why. Now, why would you assume those? If they're beneficial for humans, why wouldn't a massage be beneficial? Because for Because no an human
3: in my life regularly grabs me and rolls me around, and that's, that's a know, shame. Yeah, it is a shame.
2: Nothing <laughs> <laughs> but.
3: Yourself. Why
4: didn't you ask the groomer if instead of doing the dog they can do you?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should three <laughs> no bites.
3: Oh. And more. Uh, and of course you can't tickle yourself and you can't really massage yourself, <laughs> at least not in public. So you're left to, to having somebody else do it for you. But I mean the way I play with my dogs, I'm wrestling around with them and rubbing them all the time, so they don't I don't need that for them, they 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 want to put special um, uh, s- uh, smells, yes. aromatherapy Essence. for dogs, Esse- essences. Yeah, uh, they have one called Breath of Dog. Have you smelled it? Here, yeah, I <laughs> here I can replicate it. <laughs> no,
4: I don't. Want- <laughs> I just I don't know. I Daisy doesn't get, uh, and you can like paint your dog's toenails now. Oh yeah! And there's so the tattoos. This is what got me to thinking about the tattoos. Is now more and more people are tattooing their dogs, which obviously where would you see
3: a dog's tattoo? What What do you mean? On his
4: so so on it, it works better on light colored dogs well, of course obviously it would.
3: Oh you mean on their fur On their
4: fur. So oh. and you can't you know long hair I thought you'd
3: have to shave the dog entirely to, in order to put the tattoo on. I
4: don't know, maybe they do do that.
3: I don't know. So
4: they're sha- they're Mexican doing hairless. It, but a lot of people, you know, people who do who who like sports. So if it's like the big, you know, Mariners game or the Hawks game yeah. or the Sounders game is coming up, then they'll put a big, you know, crest of the the sport logo. Whoops, <clears throat> sorry.
2: What happened? There?
4: I just <laughs> I gotta, you know me in sports.
2: Yeah. get all excited about that. You like your that. sports, and, don't, I don't I you? Do.
4: So they put a big logo of the sport on the dog, and you know that that costs money. But it's high. It's like this 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 doggy salon so you can get a tattoo you can get their nails painted you can get them massaged you can get their teeth uh, clean they even have they'll do a mouth wash for the dog i'm not kidding you this is no big, i believe this you but big business
3: you're making me remember that every time i see a dog walking around or sitting in the back of a car with one of those dog cone things on,
4: yeah.
3: Uh, I just feel so bad for him, and I think I would f- feel similarly bad with dogs being dressed up and having their fur this dyed is... and all that. They're just being made made like they're little toys, and let's just have, let's have fun with them. And I I think dogs and all animals deserve a degree of dignity. They're... If a dog could make the decision for himself, he's not going to go. Yeah, paint my toenails red, <laughs> would you please? I'm in for that.
4: Here's my argument with that, because there are some people in this in this article that that feel the way you do. That it's undignified, and 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 you know you shouldn't do that to you. Here's my my hunch: is your dog doesn't even know. Oh, of course not. Your dog doesn't no, really. know, so who cares? There was a guy. You, we are doing it for our. I, I'm not painting Ta- Daisy's toenails for her, so she can go out and go. Hey, guys, look! Did you see my my manicure? She doesn't know. Well, I know. know you're right,
3: but still, I don't. I, I'm, I'm a little. I'm not I, saying
4: I paint her toenails, but again, it, well, you're right. It wouldn't be for her. It's for me. Yeah. When I buy her a she's cute your little pet, a dog collar, and I I go to great length to pick out the the pattern or the color of it she doesn't care and i shouldn't either but i do
3: yeah well you make a good case there i guess but i just i can't help the way i feel when i see dogs that have you know they give their little dog a mohawk or something like I that i think that's and cute what are you doing just,
4: well, see, dog what, doesn't want cares? It. the dog doesn't know
3: yeah but when does it go off the slippery slope from just giving him a mohawk to giving them uh, i don't know a painful tattoo or so putting So do you think that other dogs notice
4: that is that what you're saying
3: like I think dogs notice other dogs because i remember sure.
4: when i used to when i had my other dogs Molly and Missy my my cocker spaniels that are no longer around and this was back when we were doing radio and you know in in the ni- late 90s and i had gotten them life vests because they were too stupid to know how to swim. Mm. I remember I would always take them to the dog park where the and they would sink like a stone. So I said, I know, I'll get them a dog vest. You said do not put those little doggy life vests on those dogs and take them to the dog park because the other dogs are going to beat them up. They're yeah, gonna make well, fun of them and beat them up.
3: They did look a little fancy. They did look really dumb. Uh, but the other thing I think I told you was that don't take your dog to the. If the dog can't swim, don't
4: take him to the dog park. But they. That how else are you gonna teach them how to swim? Dogs you know? don't
3: have to be taught how to swim. You ever heard of the dog paddle?
4: Yes, they did have it, to be taught. It,
3: it becomes. It's either the dog can swim or he can't. Now, well Molly my, couldn't, swim. Dogs, she sank
4: like a stone.
3: And your dogs are spaniels. I know. That, well, that makes it supposed, even dumber. Well then they it might just be an IQ issue. <laughs> and maybe it was for them. <laughs> I don't know. I
4: think so. I
3: don't know. But you know, when you if you do get your dog groomed, how proud they sometimes seem. Maybe again we're we're anthropomorphizing it, but they seem to come back kind of proud and prancing, See? hey, check me out, man. Yeah. Well, no, think you, if
4: they got a new tattoo, how but, they'd be like, <laughs>
3: But no, you said see, and and I'm making the point that yes, dogs do notice when they've been made sport of, or you're giving them a mohawk, or you're making them look like like if you have three dogs, let's make one of them look like Mo, and let's you know, I mean, which one's going to be curly? Oh, definitely the Dalmatian. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, I just, uh, I people are nutty about their dogs. You know, they've got. These big fancy dog cemeteries, and, and and this is weird to me. People who want to taxidermy their dog so they can always have their dog sitting on the hearth.
4: I don't like that. Creepy, huh? I think it's really creepy, but some people think it's comforting. I mean, and- there's a
3: part of me that's, that that uh, just it's horrified to think about uh, my my uh, dog Elliot uh, passing and well, not what about being Sadie? A, to see him. Oh, Sadie too, the other dog. But I mean. I so I kind of get it, but I don't. I won't do it, of course. I mean, I no. wish I I could be in for cloning. I think that'd be kind of cool. Really? Well, I guess. I mean, I just the idea that they would be gone. It just is going to be wrenching as heck. Yes. Because I really love these animals like I crazy. Know. There's yeah, a hard. guy that came over to our house. Kind of a nutball, anyway, a little bit. And he comes <laughs> over. and I
4: hope he's not listening to the show.
3: And El, you know, at the time we just had the dog Elliot. So he's over at our house. And, uh, we, this is kind of a long story, but we had an older, an elderly woman and we, it was like for a Thanksgiving dinner. That's what it was. So we had an elderly woman and a man and, and then this couple came over as well. And then we had our dog Elliot. And so there was a lot going on. And, and I said to Elliot, I said something to Elliot, like I have another nickname for him. I call him Mr. Boy. Come here, Mr. Boy. And the the guy that came over said, he said, don't call him that. Elliot's his name. You should call him by his name. Don't call him Mr. Boy or or you or Knucklehead or Fleabag (laughs) or anything like that. You you should respect him by his name. It's Elliot. Come here, Elliot. You come (laughs) here, buddy. See, he likes to be called by his name. And I'm going, okay, yeah, whatever. So. Later that night, the older woman uh, had an accident in her adult diapers. Oh. So she goes into the bathroom and she apparently took off her adult diaper oh no. oh loaded no. oh and no. oh dropped no. oh it into no. Oh no. the waste basket oh. Oh. there.
4: Wait, do we can't aren't we due for a break? <laughs> Are we due for a break?
3: So oh, she God. goes, she leaves, and pretty soon Elliot's starts nosing his way over there. And so he, <sighs> Elliot, nobody notices that he's carrying something around. Oh,
4: my God.
3: And the, Except for the knucklehead guy I was telling you about, who didn't feel he should be called anything but by his Christian name, Elliot. <laughs> and so he goes, Elliot, come here, buddy, come here. And this is the sound from the other. This, I'm going to exactly <laughs> duplicate what we heard. He's in the other room, so he's going,
2: Here, buddy, come here, Elliot. <laughs> Come here, buddy. Yeah, what do you got? What do you got, buddy? You let me see what you got. Oh, my God!
0: Just like that. Oh, it
2: was so great.
4: Oh, my God. Well, that'll serve him right. Go ahead and call him by his name. Here's a little present for you.
0: Oh, my God!
4: and
2: you
3: We interrupt this podcast for this test. This is only a test. (coughs) Are you ready? Yeah, I guess so. Name the five good emperors of Rome, and what period did they fall under? Uh, I don't know. Who was the 11th president? Uh, I don't know. Who was the assistant secretary of state for Inter-American Affairs from 1985 to 1989? Uh, I don't know. One final question. Okay. How do you shotgun a beer? Okay, after you jab a hole in the beer can, yep, yep. you tilt the can back and you let the beer flow straight out. Uh-huh. You press your tongue down and you flex the back of your throat. Mm. Almost like a gagging reflex. Yeah, yeah. But if you do it right, uh-huh. you'll immediately feel your throat area expand, sending the beer straight down to your gullet. One for four, that concludes this test. Cool. Me
2: and you and a dog need food, traveling
3: A couple of years ago, Roscoe's Oriental Rug Emporium was forced to close its doors. Then, we opened
0: them again. Then the Attorney General said, no, you shot him again. And that could have been it. But Roscoe's Oriental Rug Emporium said, we can't be chased off that easy. And so we thought of another way. Announcing the grand opening of Alonzo's D-Station Floor Covering Showcase. We're in a new location, and we'll never shut our doors again because we don't have doors. We've got windows and plenty of them, big enough for anybody to crawl through. And not only do we have a new name, but we've got a whole new product line. What's the attorney general going to do about that? We don't sell Oriental rugs anymore. We've got floor coverings, every size, every type, every color. They look just like rugs, but they're not. They're floor coverings. Why pay for rugs when you can pay for floor coverings? They look Look so much like rugs, you won't believe it. You'll say, those gotta be rugs. But you're wrong, they're not rugs. In no way, no respect, not in the least, out of the question, under no circumstances, on no condition, no matter what, far from it, not on your life, uh-uh, not by a long shot. God forbid that they are rugs, they are floor coverings, and we got them today, this very minute, right now, smack, dash, band, slap, plop, plunk, pop, now! So what are you waiting for? Get down here! Our windows are wide open, and this time it is all of the up and up. Really, no kidding, for real, sure enough, true story, no buts about it! We are a Mortal C-Station Floor Covering Showcase! And this time, we are here to stay!
1: Visit us online
3: at www.scam.com chapter11.com Here's a peculiar classic. That was certainly an amazing story the other day of the local 8-year-old boy who saved his teacher from choking by giving her the Heimlich Maneuver. Quite a hero indeed, and... uh, Joining me on the line this morning is Timmy Meckleschmeister uh, from Black Diamond, who's a different boy, but he says that he is a hero, too. And hi there, Timmy. Hi. What grade are you in, Tim?
2: I forget. Well, how old are you? Seven.
3: Okay, so you're probably in about the second grade. Okay. All right. Now, now tell us what you did that made you a hero.
2: I saved my teacher's life. What happened? Well... My teacher, Mr. Billadoo, started... Mr.
3: Bilodeau? Yeah. Okay.
2: He started getting, like, really bad chest pains. Mm-hmm. And he said, I think I'm having a heart attack. Uh-oh. And so he fell down on the floor.
3: Jeez, and then what did you do, Timmy?
2: I I unbuttoned his shirt. hmm And I took it off. Yeah. And then I took his undershirt off. Right, took that off. And then I opened him up and I performed a quadruple bypass on him. Really? Yeah.
3: How'd you learn to do that, Timmy?
2: From the Learning Channel.
3: Well, um, good job there, young man. Okay. That's uh, Timmy Meckleschmeister from Black Diamond. Peculiar Podcast is intended for a mature audience. That really was the intention. This portion of Peculiar Podcast sponsored by the Road to Hell Paving Company. I'm the same old guy that I used to be, I haven't changed at all.
0: I got the same old walk and the same old talk that would run you up the
4: wall. I got the same old face, the same old smile, the same old baby blues. And yeah, I'm still doing the rumba, baby, so I'm still the man for you, yeah. I'm still doing the rumba, baby.
0: What do you got in your mouth? Come on, let me see it. Let me see it. Oh my god! Oh my humanity! Oh! What have you done?
3: Oh! It's just funny. Surprise. What was funny to me is the way he turned from Mister Affable, Amiable, Dog Lover guy to right. absolutely horrified human that a dog was doing what dogs do.
4: Well, so based, so you know you're never gonna get give Elliot a tattoo, is what you're saying?
3: No, no, he's you know why give Elliot a tattoo? That dog they're called uh, liver and white colored uh spaniels mm-hmm. uh, uh uh springer Span- Spaniels. I mean they're already they they god's given them their tattoos they yeah. don't need any uh, additional adornment
4: I found this uh article which I thought was really I first I thought it was a joke but it's true the phone company Nokia Nokia is it Nokia or Nokia Nokia
3: and Nokia,
4: Nokia. They are a, a, a submitting a patent for a tattoo that will you can get on your person and you get this tattoo and it it, it lets you know when your phone's ringing. So I have so many don't, questions don't about Don't your ears
3: know, let you know that's when your phone's my, ringing?
4: That's my first question. It apparently tingles when your phone rings. And if you, it's the latest technology. They're just putting a patent application through for, it's called a magnetic tattoo. Oh,
3: where do I sign? I got to get and in where, line for this. And where
4: would you put it, first of all? Would the you tattoo? stick it on your hand, on the back of your hand? Where would you put it?
3: i put it on my rear end. <laughs> uh, then if you're even you're sitting in a meeting or something, you say, Catherine, why are you moving up and down? I believe I'm getting a call.
4: And if right apparently, back. if you want to dismiss the call, you'd have to scratch the tattoo. So that might oh, not be that might
3: first, not be a good that might not be the first
4: it, place yeah. you want yeah. to. But I just it's so don't you think that's cool? You don't like it? I can see you going. that's well, dumb. Just thinking, I think
3: it's cool. I mean, because we can do all these technological things, uh, there are some people that think we ought to just do everything because you we can c- do it, and that to me is a superfluous waste of time and money. Yeah. Nobody wants that or needs it. They, they, prediction. This is. Patrodamus speaking. <laughs> nobody is going to get one of those things. That company will fizzle away and go away, and that application won't even be. All right. How about this?
4: You could you could be also use it as your tattoo as an alarm clock in the morning. They're working towards making it even more functional.
3: So you're saying that it would be an alarm clock in addition to the alarm clock I already have? <laughs> yes,
4: I guess that is what I'm saying. But what if you forget your alarm clock? You go on a business trip and you're like, ah, oh, no. oh, good. I have an alarm clock tattooed on my butt. Good thing I did that. See how handy that is?
3: Yeah, Well, yeah. I don't know. I don't want an alarm clock on me. I, I don't want it <laughs> I on me, in point. me. I mean, I want it separate from me. I don't I think want it's it a good intruding idea. into my dreams yeah. and all that. Anyway,
4: kind of stuff. it's just you never know. Who knows what you what we'll be using in in a year or two years or five? The iPhone wasn't even invented six years ago. Did you know that the iPhone wasn't even invented? So don't you? Isn't it exciting to know? And I bet all I bet there were people out there that were just like you, uh, poo pooing it, saying it's going to go well, under.
3: Not many people were poo pooing anything. App Apple could put out a polished. Dog, you know what, and yeah. hey that's really cool, I think I'll camp overnight on the sidewalk and get me one of them, yeah, well, some people gotta have all the new stuff i am I kind of I'm happy enough with stuff that's working well for me for a while, and then if i see something that I think, well, that not, you know what, I could really use that uh then i'll I'll make the switch, but it's kind of nice to let uh because almost every new product that comes out. Well, what we discovered was that it doesn't really work as well as we had hoped. <laughs> let a, let some other bozo spend his money to find that out, and then once it's all been, uh, you know, it's gone through the beta phase, if you will, then okay, now maybe it's going to be safe for me to buy one too. Uh, you don't have to. I don't think you have to get at the front of the line all the time. No, I agree. Hey, um,
4: except for movies, which yeah. we're going to talk about.
3: Yeah. I'm
4: never in the front of the line for any new movies, though.
3: No, I'm not either. And I might, and as we've talked about before, sometimes I don't get in line for any movie that is too popular. Right. everybody says, oh, man, oh, have you seen this? No, I haven't.
4: And we're getting into the season where all the big blockbusters are now going to be coming out. You know, yeah, May and June and
1: July, Summer, summertime. It's summertime, summertime, some, some, summertime. And summertime, they're summertime,
4: they're starting to ki- they're starting to kick off with some blockbusters now. Yeah,
3: and this this one is uh, is is the one that's been uh, promoted to death. Going in. So here is a movie that is made from a board game, essentially, Battleship. And
2: Apes I was surprised to
3: know how long that game Battleship has been around.
4: He It's uh, been around for uh, about 80 years. I read read this article in Entertainment Weekly. 80 years? I can't believe it. 80 years. That. And wow. they're, uh, apparently the director of this movie Battleship was uh, rather skeptical that they could make a game, I'm sorry, a movie out of a board game. But apparently he sat down with one of Hasbro's toy psychiatrists. There are toy there are people who are hired to
3: So they're not real psychiatrists, they're, they're toy, toy psychiatrists.
4: psychiatrists. To, to just even understand why the game was so popular for so long and I didn't realize it had been around for eighty years.
3: Well, that would predate World War II, essentially, wouldn't this it?
4: This is what the psychiatrist uh, says about it. it. Apparently it says it, it first appears to be a random exercise in luck when you're playing Battleship. I, I really do love Battleship. Did you ever you like yeah. it? Yeah, I played it. And it says but he says the second I say hit during Sometimes the Sometimes I don't
3: have the uh I play the junior version of it, canoe.
4: <laughs> and kayak.
3: Yeah.
4: Inner tube? Yeah. Maybe all right.
3: Uh yeah, but I, I don't play I didn't play it, uh it with a great deal of alacrity, but I play occasionally. But
4: it, it does get you sort of ramped up. He says, your goal is to kill me as ruthlessly and brutally as possible by sinking all my ships. And he says, and I now get panicked and desperate to find you and kill you back. It's just unrelenting murder is what this game is. So that's yeah, the you... psychology behind why it's so popular. But I do... I, don't,
3: I think a lot of people would be discomfited if they knew that that's why they liked it.
4: Because they're on, going on a killing spree? You like,
3: you like to kill things, don't you? <laughs> exactly. Oh, no, I never really thought of it that way.
4: But I don't know. I've seen the previews for this movie. It's uh, coming out uh, later in May, and I, I don't know. I don't know. It's a guy. It is such a guy movie, first of all. Well, I mean, now, you just, just said
3: you like playing Battleship. I like playing Battleship.
4: I like, might... in battleship. Well, I like killing might, things. You, but... might
3: like this, you might like this movie. <laughs> I was sitting I around. Know. We were, uh, you know, I'm, I'm working on some comedic things with some other people currently and we were tossing around this idea that i said hey you know we see this movie battleship coming out how about we do a thing where all a bunch of other board games are being made into movies That's and i cringe. and i threw out the name candy land <laughs> uh, yeah. and somebody and then somebody came out of the and i own operation i said what about operation too?" remember that one yeah and some buddy some young guy come out of the room who's really well informed on these things and he said you know, you guys are joking about that, but they actually have uh, optioned all of those board games you've mentioned. They really are optioned to potentially be movies.
4: Are you kidding me? That's
3: what he said. So I got online and looked it up. The game of Risk is in development. Oh my god! Clue is going to be a remake of.
4: Clue. Well, that makes sense. That's Monopoly, cool. uh,
3: Candyland.
4: I don't uh, understand. Candyland
3: is a game with no strategy. All you do is you just draw a card and, uh, you know, see how it Have works you played out. Candyland in no, a while? But I'll I, play I, you a no. Game of Candyland after this. All right, this. maybe I just will. Candy Why I call my sugar candy That is the late, great Big Maybel uh, doing candy. And you got to hear the end of this song, Lisa. I'll play it for you in, end, in just a bit because at the very end she kind of chirps off the end. She kind of goes, like that, it, it, she kills. You'll see what I mean. He but anyway, speaking of toys, me. the Rock'em Sock'em robots. Oh those?
4: yes, those are awesome. I'm um, marks.
3: Uh, there's a movie called Real Steel coming out. That's the the essence of Rock'em Sock'em robots with Hugh Jackman. Wow! Uh, and, you knocked
4: uh, my block off. Remember that? Yeah.
3: Operation, as I mentioned. Yeah. Scrabble has been optioned. Parcheesy Wow. While well, I'm making that up. Partiz- so far, <laughs> would- Parchisi chess and checkers have not been optioned for movies. But how do
4: you make a movie about that? I,
3: well, it's like you, you just describe Battleship. It really doesn't yeah, resemble the game because what they've done is they've they've made it all of a sudden about aliens coming down, right? And, and that's true. Fighting battles, so, which was not a an aspect of the actual no, you're game right. itself. But I don't know. I I guess it's okay as long as it's a good movie. Um, these, this idea that we're going to take other franchises and make movies out of them is going a little bit out of control, to my mind. I mean, really? your Pirates of the Caribbean ride on Disneyland, then that becomes a movie franchise, and um, I'm I'm not saying there's that it's not fun and everything, but I, to me, it's it it. it uh, let's put it this way: a movie like Battleship, if it does any business at all, it's just going to make sure. It's going to assure that more movies based on board games are going to be made, while guys who are putting together really interesting, creative, different kinds of movie scripts are going to be standing on the outside looking in because they can't get. But, but that's
4: always been that way. Some no, of the, but it should be. Some I mean, brilliant films are always done by. But I mean, most of brilliant films down are done by independents.
3: How's Battleship going to be a lot different than any other Alien versus the Earth? Movies. Yeah,
4: it's not. It's a big blockbuster. It's a it's a big movie studio. But those big companies have to put these kind of movies out. It doesn't always mean they're, you know, meaningful or people are going to, you know, I don't know.
3: What was it? Wasn't it was it a big blockbuster? What was it called? John Carter something like oh,
4: that. Oh, yes. And John I'm, Carter. I
3: love it. I love it. I shouldn't, but I love it when a movie like that comes out and it's just a it, big old turd. Yeah,
4: it was a big old turd, and it sucked a big old bunch of money into its big old turd hole, too.
3: Well, because I, the only reason I celebrate that a bit is that there's a part of me that says, Good. We've had enough of those kind of movies. Let's make some movies about other stuff. Yeah. Uh, Really good stories. How about that, for example, well, instead so what of is your... seeing how many explosions you can have?
4: Well, the, But guys like
3: that. Uh, You're a guy. You like stuff that blows up. If it's part of a good story. Uh, I There's things we accept in the movies that are just ridiculous. I mean, there, there's <laughs> I always like a ball of fire and big explosion and fire that somehow <laughs> the hero can outrun. A, a, I know. a fire that's moving—it's—it's it's by its very nature, it's moving f- faster than sound, if not light. Right. Yeah, but somehow he can always outrun it, uh, which is ridiculous. <laughs> and then, so you get a little tired of this. You want—I here's what I long for. I lo- i like things like even commercials, where if there's a guy, or there's let's say a car commercial where there's a car sitting up on top of a plateau, that you couldn't possibly drive to. That meant that they got a helicopter. They had, with great difficulty, had to get that car up onto this desert plateau, this little pinnacle up there, and then they shot a picture of it on from a helicopter. That's cool to me. Well, maybe now you can do it with computer graphics. That's true. The magic isn't there. I mean, that's true. Nothing. You know, a lot of what you see, just it isn't really happening anymore. The way it was when movies were made with real stunt people. Real real res- in real fire In real I don't know maybe I don't even know why that makes a difference but I don't know it's sort of it, it, it's something that I well
4: do. I'm not going to go see it so
3: you're I'm not. not no I'm not going to go you see you hear that battleship. airplane out there yeah we're terribly close to an airport and that's the problem you got airplanes over here I got the train noise
4: yeah uh, at least the
3: lawnmower isn't going this time yeah but it's going to be yeah it's going to be very soon <laughs> So we better uh, we better resume. Anything else you want to say about that? I just thought you'd be interested to know. I just that I, all these other movies uh, uh, Hungry Hungry Hippos, <laughs> Mouse Trap.
4: I would go see that. Would you go Hungry, Would you go Hungry see Hippo. The Game of Life? <laughs> I no, I don't want to see How about Picture This is what's sort of making me mad now that I'm reading about this this battleship based on the board game? No, it's not. It's not based on the board game at all.
3: The name is based on the, the, board, game. Based on the board
4: game. The name is based on the board game. So, you're right. I, it's it's really? No, it's not.
3: Wouldn't it be neat if they made a movie based on peculiar podcasts? I think
4: they Who would play you? Hmm.
3: Who would play me? <laughs> uh, gosh, I guess he'd have to be really handsome. And that's that's <laughs> tough really to find. Really smart. Yeah, really smart, really <laughs> handsome, and, and extraordinarily talented. humble. <laughs> Who could play that part? I'm stumped. I don't know. Here comes the big finish to that song. And make him mine. (laughs) Oh, my.